Thanks for joining us, Amit. Over the last few days, an interesting announcement came out uh, from Saudi Arabia regarding uh, Vision 2030. Uh, could you give us a little bit more of an insight as to what that is? Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Veer. So, Vision 2030 is a document released by Saudi royal family and the government about what they would like the country and the society to be by that time. And it has a lot of uh, statements and targets about uh, improving, um, reducing unemployment, improving home ownership, increasing uh, education and other levels, encouraging uh, small enterprises and businesses and diversifying the economy away from oil. So effectively, Saudi Arabia's economy is largely driven by oil and runs around, uh, grows or uh, reduces because of oil prices. They want to move away from that. And they also, apart from the apart from the social targets, they also have a number of economic targets as well. Right. Um, one of those uh, economic targets is the listing of Iramco and the setting up of a sovereign wealth fund. So how, how would that come about? Yes. So actually the largest asset, the only real asset that Saudi Arabia has is uh, oil. And the oil is owned by a single company, Saudi Aramco, which produces about 10 million barrels a day and sits on 260 billion barrels of reserves. So the as the Saudi prince said that at 10 barrels dollars per barrel, the two and a half bill, 260 billion barrels are worth about two and a half trillion dollars. So the Saudi idea is to uh, list a small portion of Aramco, say 5%, use this money to create a sovereign wealth fund, which will then invest in non-oil businesses in other countries and help take the Saudi government or the earnings away from oil sector. So how exactly is this going to be feasible? I mean, um, you know, Iramco and Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia has not got the best track record. Yeah. So actually Aramco, Saudi government is not exactly the most transparent of governments and Aramco isn't also an exemplar of transparent corporate behavior. Now, you know, in the past when oil prices were really high in the mid uh, middle of the last decade and there were fears of peak oil, at that time Aramco was extremely, uh, was not willing to share any data about its oil fields to put speculation to rest. So this is a company which is directly an arm of the Saudi government, which is not used to public scrutiny. And for this kind of a company to suddenly change its functioning, it seems to be a real tall order. And secondly, secondly, the minority investors in this company will have just about 5% shareholding. So they would not really have any real control over how the company is run, what kind of policies it follows, etc. And also uh, the policies of Saudi government on many areas, such as uh, gender or uh, religion, are not exactly in keeping with practices followed elsewhere in the world. So how will Aramco reconcile these two is also going to be an issue. Because if it is going to be uh, answerable to investors in some other jurisdictions where these policies are not followed, one is not very sure how they will also uh, manage to reconcile the two. Alright, well it certainly seems like Aramco is going to be a topic of discussion in the future. So thank you Amit for your time. You are listening to the Gateway House podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. And if you have any suggestions for us, please leave it to us in the comments below. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud and iTunes.